Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. Glory. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this morning. Open up your heart. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. If you can't get excited in church, you shouldn't get excited all week. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil say you're more happy on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. My most happy place is in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. My most happy place. My most happy place. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you're happy, you hear and you you learn. When you're joyful, you can learn, but when you're sad, you don't, you don't, you don't learn. Everything is negative, you know. You don't even bother to learn. So we must get happy. So we can learn. Hallelujah. All right. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. But we also are going to include verse 5 and verse 6, verse 7, and verse 8. Verse 5, verse 6, and verse 7 says, when you pray. So there's three steps here, when you pray. Verse 5, verse 6, verse 7. Verse 5 says, when you pray, do not pray like the hypocrites because they love to pray standing up on the street corners, and to be seen by men. And the word says, and they have received their reward in full. So, if you're praying to be seen by men, then you already get your reward. So it don't matter what you ask for, you're not going to get it. <laughs> now, and then verse 6 it says but when you pray go into your room close the door and pay and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you And then verse 7 says when you pray do not keep babbling like the uh, uh, pagans, 
who think they will be heard by their many words. And verse 8 says, your father knows what you need before you pray. So you don't have to babble. Mm. So, in, in simple form, verse 5 says, when you pray, don't pray to be seen by man. Mm. And when you do pray, you know, go into your room and close the door. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But when you do pray, when you do go into the room and close the door, don't just keep babbling. God knows what you want. But see, there's a need to pray. He knows what you need. Didn't say he's going to give it to you. He knows what you need before you pray. Right? But when you're in there, don't just keep babbling. You know, whether you're just making all these prayers and just repeating yourself or speaking in tongues and you're just doing all this and you think because of your many words, God is going to hear you, right? Now, one of the things I have realized is that as Christians, we spend a lot of time trying to impress somebody. We're either trying to impress man with our religiousness or impress God with our religiousness. And I find sometimes even individuals that, that love God, you spend much of your life trying to impress him. You can't impress God. You, you, you can't impress God. But we spend a lot of time trying to impress him. So... One is we try to impress other people. That's verse 5. You know, we, we pray to be seen. So religiously, there's actually three false forms of religiousness. We will talk about uh, one of them in just a minute. But we pray to be seen. And we think that if we're seen, somehow or another that's going to work out. Or it's almost like we think that if man approves us, then so will God. The other one, we, did, we try to impress God, and that's the babbling part. So, in other words, you, you might be in that secret place. You're not paying no attention to man, but you're trying to impress God. You know, you're trying to impress God. In the sanctuary this morning, you could have been trying to impress people in the way you're dressed, the way you're worshiping. The way you carry yourself, the way you glide, the way you worship, the way you sing, the way you play. Uh, some of the musicians might have been up here trying to play in, in styles. <laughs> to be seen, yes. Or maybe, maybe you had got away from people, but now you're trying to impress God. You know. It, <laughs> not to mention, out in the country, there's some chickens out there, you know, doing this. But here you in here. Those two particular ways, you're not connecting with God. 
one, you're religiously, you're just trying to, to, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're trying to be fake. I'm not trying to say you're trying to show your girlfriend that you're religious, you know. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, uh, you know, it shouldn't be so, but sometimes, you know, you, uh, which is not a bad idea, but you know, you, you find somebody you might be interested in, so let me take them to church and, or, or some of them, I actually tell them to do that sometimes. But sometimes you take them to church to see the prophet. So they know they're, they're on, on trial this morning. So they want, they want their um, future husband or wife to see how much they worship. Where was you? Where was you? Uh, Friday night. We have found out, you know, Friday night she, uh, she got a chance to come up here, you know, and to... And to to dance and some people thought she was scared of people but no she was scared of Santa Claus <laughs> that right so you may be you may be but in all honesty in all honesty you may love God but you're so intimidated by man that, that in, in, your, in your prayer, we're not just talking about prayer life. We're talking about talking to God, the way we commune to God, the way we worship with God. That in that, we, we're doing it to be seen. We want somebody to see us. Or maybe you're at home and you're actually in your bedroom thinking you're fulfilling the scripture. You got the door shut. You even locked it. But you, you, you're praying so loud. And your tongues are so loud, even the neighbors hear, and the dogs are barking. <laughs> Glory! So you, 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 get, you, get, you get sucked into that religious lie of making noise, of, of being seen. And, and sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it, you know. You just get caught into this madness of being seen in your prayer life. Now, on the other hand, some of us, we're not so, we don't really want to be seen by man. Maybe we're a little bit more intimidated in another way. And so we don't really want to be seen by man. We want to be seen by God. And we're making the same noise or doing the same thing. And we're just, just babbling on and babbling on and babbling on. And, and it's just another form of babbling. And we think by all our words or by all our time, you know, some of us, you know, we... we we have a time clock at home, you know, and we, we, we put our card in the time clock and then we make sure we, we, we pray for a whole hour, you know. We don't know what we said, but we, we, we feel the whole hour, you know. It's kind of like being at work, you're just there doing whatever, you know. You, you don't know if it was right or wrong, you're just, you're just putting in the time. Uh, or maybe sometimes we're trying to do our best and we're trying to do everything and you're trying to impress God in that place. Not man, you're trying to impress God. You can't impress God. God has seen you at your worst. And God knows without Him, you're going to fall on your face. But you're trying to impress Him. Now there's, there's another madness we do. Now, the first one, verse 5. You're praying, worshiping, or living life to be seen. Right? You want to be seen as a Christian. You know. That's a religious form. 
So you're trying to impress man. And I don't think all of it is fake. I think sometimes we just really think that's the way we're supposed to do it. We just get caught up in the madness. The other way, a religious form, we're trying to impress God. We're not as worried about man, but we're trying to impress God. We're trying to show him. But there's another religious way that I realize. And that's when you're just trying to impress yourself. And that would really kind of fall in with this verse here. It's like, it's like if you do go in your room, you don't shut the door. You know, you're praying, but you know you're not connecting with God. Huh? See, when you're praying and you're worshiping, and you're wanting people to, to see you worship, or to see you sing, or to see you dance, or to see you preach, when you're conscious of that, you're not connecting with God. You're, you're, you're connecting with man more than God. And then when you're trying to impress God, you're not even listening to him. I wonder if you don't triple o, trip over your own feet. You're not even listening to God. You're just going off into some sort of showbiz to impress God. Now this third one, it's like you, you, you kind of go into your room, you know. Now, one is, the verse 7, you go into your room, but you're just babbling in there. Uh, you didn't even let God in. You know, you're just in there, you know. And whether that is in a form of prayer, or it's in a setting like this, or just in your life, you're just doing these things to impress God, but you're not connecting with God. You're not connecting with him. The best example of that is, is those of us Christians who uh, are devout and we love to pray over our food. Hmm? And you see that dead chicken on your plate and your eyes connect with that dead chicken. And you're praying. Lord, I thank you for this bountiful supply. But you ain't connecting with God. You're connecting with the chicken. All of us have done that. We have prayed. We are not connecting with God. So there's this place where we're trying to just impress ourselves, or we're living in that place of self. We, we might be in our room, but the door ain't closed. We're we listening to what's on the TV in the living room or what have you. So we're not really connecting with God. We, we're just connecting. We just, we're praying. We're saying prayers, we, and, and, we're, and we feel humble by it because we, we ask the Lord, Lord, Protect me. Yes, I'm going to the grocery store. Protect me. Protect me and my money. You know, give me traveling mercies. Give me spending mercies. Give me returning mercies. You know, we, we, we're doing all these things, but it's just babble. Because if you're not connecting with God, it's, it's all babble. Even if you're not doing it for man. So some of us, you know, in our daily routine, we're praying. We're not really worried about man. We're focusing on God, right? We're not doing it to be seen. So we're praying, but we're not connecting. And we're not connecting so that we hear him. We're not making that connection. So it's just about us. We're just, we're just trying to impress us. I'm a good person. I'm a good person. 
And in all three of these failures, we think that we're going to get a reward, but we're not going to get a reward because that is our reward. But it says, go into your room and shut the door. And God, who is unseen, right? Through your Father, who is unseen. That means he's unseen until you shut the door. Then you can see him. When you shut the world out, then you can see him. When you shut you out, there's a you you need to leave outside that room. There's a you that you need to leave outside. You need to leave that flesh outside. You need to connect with God. And this prayer room is not, not necessarily a room that you have set aside in your house. So many people have set aside a room in their house. And, you know, they, they have an altar in their house. And they have pictures up and, you know, what throw pillows or what have you. You know, all these things, you know. And, and so you have that in there. And, and you, you go in there sometimes and you just chill out. Listen, being selfish and soulish is not connecting with God. Sleeping is not connecting with God. Communicating is connecting with God. Huh? Yes? You know, uh, you know, some men, you know, they might go home and on the weekend they're feeling tired, so they're laying on the couch, you know, maybe trying to watch TV, and the wife is trying to talk to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I ain't said no for a while. No. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> And the one laying on the couch, <laughs> and the wife both know there's no connection. Yes? Mm. There's no connection. See, see, you're not connecting with God. You need to leave that person out. And that prayer room is, is, is not necessarily a room. It's not necessarily an hour. It's just a place where you really connect with him. Amen. To the place that if he wants to speak back, he can speak back. It's about, it's about that connection. And we do not spend enough time connecting. Lord, don't let it rain. But we don't connect. That's why we get soaked. Because <laughs> we don't connect. We don't connect. We don't connect. We don't take the time to connect and the truth is sometimes we don't take the time to connect with each other sometimes you can be so busy I wonder so and so it might have been this morning somebody somebody said hello to you did you say hello back I can't remember if I said hi back huh? Huh? or they might have been saying something to you they asked you a question I wonder if I answered them <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. You're not connecting. We don't connect with each other. How many times do we not connect with God? We don't, we don't open up our heart. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying you, you know, you've got to build a chapel in your house and you've got to spend hours in there praying. No, it could just be walking, but you actually connect. You take the time to connect. The Bible says to love the Lord your God with what? All your heart. All. 
is to connect. So we, we don't connect. We're not connecting with God. If we connect with God, we wouldn't be trying to impress God. Because when you connect with God, you connect Him with His presence, you connect Him with His glory, you connect Him with all that He is. And there's no need to impress Him. You can't impress the King of glory. You can't impress God. You can't impress God. And you know, impressing man does not impress God. The thing is, all you can do is love God and love others and give thanks. Everything else is phony. Everything else is show and everything else is keeping you away from your Father. All our unanswered prayers are hinged around all this nonsense. All our unanswered prayers. Because when you're in that room with him and the door is shut, you know some of your prayers don't make sense. And you know sometimes, Lord, I just need to let you do this your way. And you realize he does more than answer your prayers. He answers the things that you didn't even know to ask him. Because you're connecting with him. <coughs> we must connect with him. We must forget about what people sees when we're praying. Now, if we're in our house, they don't have to see us. Right? So, we mustn't be afraid if we're given the opportunity to worship or to come out into worship or if we feel like worshiping or we feel like dancing. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying connect with God. Don't be dancing to please somebody else. And don't be dancing to impress God. If you feel the spirit of worship, you worship God. Huh? If you're singing... Connect with God. Connect with Him and the rest of the world will fall in place. Connect with Him. Don't leave Him out. He's the most valuable. So to go in that room, you got to shut off all the religiousness. you got to quit the babbling. The Lord has seen you at your worst. You've got to go in there and shut yourself off. Quit worrying about what people are thinking about you. Even if you're doing a devotion, even if you're teaching at work, if you get a chance to witness, witness. Quit worrying about what people think about you. Quit trying to impress men. Quit trying to water the gospel down or put more gas on it. Because huh? sometimes we do that. Either we water it down. And pastors go through this all the time. Either we water the gospel down so that it is more acceptable by man, or we put gas on it and set it on fire to try to impress God so much that his glory rains down. Rather than just connect and let God do what he wants to do. Because all this other stuff is just religiousness. It's not real. It's not connecting. And sometimes the Lord moves in it, in his mercy and his pity. But what is he calling us to? Why well, would say so much focus here on prayer? 
when you pray. Come to me. Uh, come to me and disconnect. That's what that door means. Disconnect with everything else. Come to me. Hmm? Disconnect with what people might think about you. Disconnect. Disconnect with whatever religious back and out you got in your head. Whatever religious teaching you got in your head that this is the way to do this and I got to do this and if I don't do it this way. Uh, yes. For many years, I, I, I've seen ministers, that, especially in the spiritual realm, I, I've seen them, you know, I've seen them scream and holler till they, they turn red and they turn <laughs> hoarse and, 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 and doing all these things, you know, and stupid me, I come along and try to do the same thing. I, this is phony. This, this ain't real. Faith is real. Faith in God. And granted, some of us are more, more boisterous in our deliverance than others. That's hard. That's variety. But you've got to be real. You've got to connect with God. And when you start to connect with God, you realize your prayers are answered. And you realize... He knows what you need. So if God knows what you need, verse 8, if he knows what you need before you ask, why are you praying? I don't know. Maybe he just wants to see you. Hmm? Maybe he just wants to see you. Huh? You can't come to God like somebody else. I mean, people can inspire you to pray or to minister or to sing. They can do that. But you've got to be you. You've got to be you. You can't go in there acting like Mother Teresa. God knows that. Huh? You can't go in there like Joyce Myers or T.D. Jakes. God, who are you? What are you doing? Huh? Can you imagine if one of you could come to talk to me, but you're acting like somebody else in the house? Huh? Somebody might say, well, well, Yanti or Shelly, they're close to me. Right? So Colleen starts to act like Shelly. That don't work. Then she starts to act like Colleen. That don't work. And you got to be you. Until you're you, God can't fix you. to be real but we do that we, 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 we're, we're intimidated by people and that's why we like to you know we, we find this place where we like to pray for pe people to see us so we pray to please man but so we think okay that's just that's just the priest that like to stand on the street corners and, and preach and pray so they'll be seen no it's the congregants too even in this house, you'll come in and you'll, you'll see how everybody else is acting. So you're going to act the same way. Right? So in this house, there might be some joy and laughter. You say, okay, okay, I can laugh in here. Go to church up road. Mm, laugh in here. Huh? Huh? I've been in churches. I thought I was going to hell for coughing. <laughs> huh? 
And seriously, I've gone in churches. Man, y'all making my ears hurt in this place. Y'all killing me. Huh? Yes? I, I don't know if you crank them speakers up to compensate the fact that you can't sing. I don't know what's going on. Huh? Yes? But I know one thing. Till I come back next week, I'm going to hear y'all ringing in my head, you know. Huh? So, so we try all these things. So, so we're allowed to impress man or we're allowed to, in, in, uh, to impress God. So we pray loud and we, we talk, all this talk. You know, I, I love people that, you know, you, you, I, I saw you, you know, in the mall and I see you just moping around like. Mm. But when you see me, you turn apostle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, one time. Uh, 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 how can God touch you if you're not real? How can God change you if you ain't real? You got to be who you are and let the Spirit touch you. You can't tell God, okay, this is the way I got to act or this is the way I got to be. And you can't be looking around and let everybody put you in this little shell of, of, of how you respond. Yes? Huh? If I say something stupid and you want to laugh, laugh. Don't look around and see if anybody else is laughing. Yes? And if you're the only one laughing, hello. I love you because you got it and they didn't. Hmm? You got to be you. The Lord come to save you. Not some pretender. Not somebody making believe. It's about connecting with God. When you connect with God. And this is the thing that we often fail to hear. We, we, every church says this is the way you worship God. This is the way you worship God. You know, you could come to this church and you think, okay. Okay, to worship God in this church, I got to get out and dance. No, but don't let me see you dancing at home now. And don't let me see you rocking around the Christmas tree, you know. And you won't rock around the tree of life, you know. Because your own conscience is going to get you in that place. Yeah. And, and so, you know, some of us on a journey, we, have, we haven't made those connections with God yet. And can't nobody make you make those connections. Sometimes religiously we tell people this is where you pray. I like people when they come in and they say, would you give me a prayer? Write me a prayer. I ain't going to write you no prayer. Uh, I slap you. What comes out? <laughs> uh, life has to move you. The religion can't move you. Listen, your, your life is delicate. Everything going on in your life, if you will trust God, will get you closer to him and closer to the you that you want to be. All of us got a little different journey, but we all serve in the same God. We all have different personalities. We serve in the same God. Huh? Some of us need to loosen up. Some of us need to tighten up. Some of us too loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I let you decide which one you need to be, you know. <laughs> and you got to give people time to change. 
We, we have to stop all this madness. We got to connect with God. We got to connect with him. See, it, it's like, if I don't have faith in God, and that is a lonely journey. That is not a three-months course. That is a life's journey to find faith in God. And you're never completed fully. So, to find faith in God, I, I can't, I, I look at people and I'm looking for confirmation that I got faith in God. Uh, it's like preachers that always... Uh, Always wanting you to say amen and hallelujah. You can say amen. You can say hallelujah. You can, you know, if you feel to say that, you say that. If you feel the life, you say that. But I've seen churches and it's almost like, you know, some churches, they, they prime you. The pastor says, and the Lord is good. Amen. Amen now. Amen. Say so priming you. Huh? You know what all this is about? The preacher wants to know that you are with him. So now he feels like he's connecting with God. Now, listen, that's where he's at. Don't go beating up on him. Right? Take the plank out of your own eye first. Uh, so you have that one. And then you have the preachers. They off somewhere. You don't know where they at. They just gone. <laughs> and then you got the ones that put you to sleep. And <laughs> you, you could slip out of church and they never miss you. Uh. <laughs> Some ministers go through that. But, but congregants go through that as well. We're not connecting. So as a minister, as a prophet, I've seen all that foolishness. You know, you, 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 you're looking for something to tell you that you're okay. You're looking for something to tell you that you're doing good. Hmm? You're watching TV and you're trying to be like this one or you're trying to be like, that just makes you confused. Anybody ever watch a lot of preachers and, and just got confused? Because everybody's got a remedy and everybody's got a solution. Hello, go in your room, shut the door, and meet God. Amen. Connect with Him. He is real. Connect with Him. He is real. Well, I don't know. I went in there, I shut my door. You know, but I didn't connect. Do it again. Have faith. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. But at some point, you've got to believe. Because what does it say? Pray to your Father who is unseen. You've got to get that door shut. What is that door? The expectancy of what the world has told you that you're supposed to experience when you're talking with God. Mm. Yes. Well, my God talked like a woman. I don't know if that's God or not. See, this is the expectancy of how you, yes, my child, you know, you, this is it. So you've got to shut the door. Uh, you've got to shut the door. You, you, you can't tell God how to talk to you. You can't tell God how to communicate with you. 
Now, granted, sometimes you may hear some things and you're just wanting some confirmations. All right. That's what the prophet's for. That's what the pastor's for. That's what the counselor's for. All right. Let's pray about this. Let's see if this bear was witness. But I want you to connect with God. Yeah, I want you to connect with God. I've caught this a few times. Um, we usually have a night and a light towards the last Friday of the month, right? And some people, they, they got issues and they says, I can't wait till night and the light. Maybe I'll get a word. And as much as my ego wants to like that, I don't like that. So if it's like the second or the third of the month, you're going to wait all the way to the end? The purpose of night and the light, the purpose of the gift is that God speaks, that he loves you. Now put it into practice. Huh? If I give you a word and it comes to practice, comes to pass put it into practice start to believe that God loves you he loves you enough to deal with the things in your life even if it's a refrigerator yes last Sunday we dealt with some refrigerators yes hello everybody can have a broken leg that you begin to realize he loves me and he's speaking to me so maybe he is talking to me. Maybe I'm just not listening. Maybe I'm not going into my room. Because see, you can be stuck in that place between all the show business and, and all this of, of how you're supposed to pray and how you're supposed to do this. And, you know, you've got to pray without ceasing and all these things. And you really don't know what that means. And so you, you, you can't shut the door. You can't connect with God because you got too much church in your head and too much church around you and too much fear of man that all these filters, you just can't trust yourself to surrender and let God speak to you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Huh? You come to a place where you can't trust God without people. This house is here to guide you, not to be your God. This house is here to assist you on the journey. Yes. Right? See? Perfect example. Leave the child alone. You quit looking at her. She ain't bother me. But y'all looking at her is like, okay. I just fell out of the sky here, you know. <laughs> Everybody understand what I'm saying? So, so, this is like, there. Everybody's eyes goes there. See how easy you, you carried off? Huh? Let the child run around. She ain't hurt nothing. Yes? So we wondering, should we move the child? Is that holy? Is that not holy? Well, she's still small. Yes? Worst case scenario, I get Santa Claus. She'll sit down. We have too much distractions. And we worry too much about what people is thinking. And we can't connect with God. Because you can't go in there for yourself. 
You can't go in there for yourself. You think you got to take me in there. Or you got to take somebody else in there. Or so-and-so prayed this away. Or you might have went to the, to the prayer room and, 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 and they was praying a particular way. Now you start praying like that. Uh, yes. It's like sometimes, you know, somebody goes to the prayer room, a, a kid will go to a prayer room, small kid go to a prayer room, and they'll put a spirit in the pit. So <clears throat> for the next four or five months, this child will walk around in the house putting things in the pit because they learned that in the prayer room. Sometimes it works. But we never said, Lord, should I put this in the pit? See, there's, there's, there's no connection. And maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're not hearing his voice too good right now. Maybe you just realize, okay, okay, that was God. Wow, the Lord answered my prayer. See, God wants you to know him. Yes. But he's probably not going to show up in your room and stick his hand with a hole in it out to you. But he wants you to know him. He is unseen until you have faith. He is unseen until you go into your room and shut that door. And there you begin to see him as he is. God wants you to know him. But not in the way that, that, that the world wants to know him. We want proof. We want evidence. We want to see this. No. God wants you to see him through faith. Huh? See, we have something that all the disciples didn't have. See, we always want to be like John or Peter. We have something that all the disciples didn't have. Maybe they got it later on, but they didn't have it when they was walking with Jesus. Because when he wasn't around, he wasn't around. When they couldn't see him, they couldn't see him. When he's asleep, he was not awake. Uh, so we have something they don't. That is that, that confidence that he is with us at all times. And I can talk with him. It may not go exactly. I'm not in control of him. And I don't want to be in control of him because I'm not in control of anything. I don't know what I need. I don't know if this is the right prayer. I don't know if I'm thinking the right way. But he knows. So it's learning when you, when you connect with him in, in that way. And that's a journey. And it's not a journey where, where you know, the Lord, um, you know, I mean, there's times when you feel his fire. There's times when he feels his presence. And there's times when you just, woo, you feel all this joy. And that is so awesome. But we must get to a place where we don't always have to feel something to believe something. Huh? And that's what happens with most of the Christians. If we get in the feeling a little sad, we think God's gone. He's not here. That's not true. He's always there. You just not connect him. Uh, something knocked your connection off. Uh, something knocked the connection off. You know, a thought can knock the connection off. Do you know that? One bad thought can knock the connection off. Something that makes you feel a little guilty or something distracts you will knock the connection off. Huh? A little girl in a red dress knocked the connection off. Hmm? Hmm? Somebody start thinking, 
Do I have a Sabbath? Who is there? Somebody start thinking, boy, I got some red shoes that would go nice with that dress. Or I should get, who had a thought about red shoes? Somebody had, you had a thought about red shoes. Who had that thought? Don't be shy now. Who had that thought? That was you? That she needs red shoes? Or you need red shoes? Yeah, but you was looking red shoes for you or her? See, the point is, you, you see her in this little red dress, and you, you, you go somewhere else. Well, hello, we do that. The Lord knows we do, do that. So he says, come back. Uh, uh, come back. But I heard that thought. I just now realized, well, I didn't hear that thought. I heard that thought right now. When she was up here walking around, somebody said, oh, she needs some red shoes. And next thing you know, your, your mind going off down that road, you know. Well, I got some blue shoes, you know, but you know, da 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 da. And you just get you get pulled out of your room. Uh, one thought, but listen, it's so easy to get back in that room with God. Uh, if you're not trying to impress Him. See, I know my mind can wander. So if I'm not trying to impress Him. Hello, Jail. Where's your child? <laughs> so, but if I'm trying to impress God, and I have a thought, it's, it's hard to get back in that connection with God. Follow what I'm saying? You're trying to impress God. Huh? Yes. Yeah. You're trying to impress God. You start thinking about <clears throat> you start thinking about cars or something you think. And then you feel like you're not worthy anymore because you're not thinking about God enough. Anybody follow? Anybody beat up on yourself like that? You're trying to make yourself holy. But in that in that trying to make yourself holy, another way of looking at it, you're trying to impress God. You're trying to show God that you can be a good Christian at least one day a week. What? <laughs> huh? Anybody try to impress God? Hmm? Mm-hmm. You try to do things to impress God. Not because you think God wants you to do it. You just, you're just trying to impress God. Let's think about it just for a moment. What does it mean to please God? Because we think to please God is to impress God, but to please God is not to impress God. Yes. Yes. Let's, let's say if I have some children, right? And uh, J.L. and Mary will learn about this when they have children. When you've got some children and you go to somebody's house, you go to visit, and you tell your children, listen, behave. You don't have to be saints. Behave. That's all you want them to do is behave. <laughs> Just behave. You know, you know, just don't break nothing, don't tear nothing, don't be touching things. Don't be going into people's drawers, don't be doing all this, you know. Uh, 
But then they get there and they try to impress the people. You ever had children try to impress everybody? They want to be in the middle of every conversation. They're just trying to impress. Hello. I don't want you to impress nobody. See, you hear what God's saying? Right? I just want you to love me. I want you to love others. I want you to give me thanks because that'll keep you safe. Right? See, the, the Lord is not requiring all this bowing down that we're doing. I bow before you. What? I mean, come on. There's a place where you worship God and, 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 and the Spirit moves you in that place. And yes, in that place you'll bow down, but you ain't taking notes. You're not taking notes of your bowing down. And then we get in this, this babbling place where we think we want everybody just to fall on their knees and praise God. Listen, when the Spirit moves... Then we move. To try to impress him. That's not what it means to please God. To please God. Is to love him. And let him be in charge. To please God is to let him drive. Please God. Let him be in charge. To please God. Put him first. You know. Love him with all your heart. That's not a train wreck. Uh, to love him with all your heart. That's not a bunch of noise that disturbs the neighbors on four on on three streets. Because we have this, this religious conception that we're supposed to be all of this when we're not that. We're not that. When you connect with him, you become that, but you don't become so self-aware of that. It's just you love him. You love him. And, and you might be getting deep into worship, but, you, but you're not taking note of that. Huh? That's the things we do when we're not real. And that's why a lot of us don't find that connection with God because you think it's something glorious. You think it's something up here and you think, eh, I just don't have the energy to do that. Listen, when God wants you to have the energy, he'll give you the energy. <coughs> I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Should we put some effort into loving God? Most definitely. But to try to be impressing him when he knows what we need and he knows why we come. Huh? Some of you want to pray to God 30 minutes before you ask him what you want. <laughs> you don't think he sees that fakeness coming? Huh? Huh? Oh, Lord, I just want to worship you. You mean more to me than silver and gold. All right. Hmm? All right. See, I have a bunch of daughters. See, I learned that lesson a long time ago. I have a bunch of daughters. Oh, they come with so much uh, loveliness and flatteriness. 
Hey, here it comes, you know. And it never fails. They're not asking one thing. They're going to ask two or three things. And they start with the small thing. <laughs> and then the next one. And one time I want to say, Lord, these daughters, they're deceiving. And the Lord said, you do me the same way, you know. <laughs> and we do that. But we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. See, I want you to find a place of worshiping God, but let it be real. You don't have to be the best singer. You don't have to... You don't have to impress him. And I find that is so joyful. And, and I, just, I just love God. But to impress him, listen, forget that. All you're going to do is cause yourself sorrow. And you're just going to feel rejected and rejected and rejected. Love God. Amen. Connect with him, whoever you are, no matter how old you are, how young you are. No matter where you are in this journey. And maybe when you start going into that room, and that room is just shutting people out, shutting out the, imp trying to impress God out, and putting you out, and just go in there and be real and talk to God. Yes? Can't nobody go in there with you. You can't take a friend with you, you know, and talk with him. Maybe you hear, maybe you don't hear, but eventually you'll start to hear. And eventually you'll begin to see this journey. And, then, and you'll begin to realize, wait a minute. I don't have so many unanswered prayers now. Because unanswered prayers are hinged on these things that we've been talking about. You just, you're just praying. James said, it, James said it this way. He says, you want something, but you don't ask God. And when you do ask God, you ask that you may spend it on yourself. See, when you go in that room with God and you connect you realize nah that's not what I really want we spend much of this life deceived in thinking we want things we don't want when we spend time with God we begin to know what we really want when we spend time with God we begin to realize what is important in our life when we spend time with God and we connect with him we begin to realize who is for us and who is not against who is not for us. But we also begin to realize that, that sometimes people are just clumsy. And sometimes people have all these attitudes, but inside, they love you. I've learned that about people. Inside, they love God, but they got strange ways of showing it sometimes. And I realize sometimes people love me, but they got strange ways of showing it. I know people that love me, but all at once they just start screaming. I think, what is... <laughs> it's, just, it's just screaming, you know. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> and it's easy to get offended by that. <laughs> but when you connect with God, God says, they still love you. They do me the same way, you know. Okay, okay, okay. See, God will make you cool when nothing else can make you cool. Uh, uh, when you get hot and bothered, God will make you cool. 
when you get fearful and, 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 and terrified and you, you're wondering what you're going to do next, God will make you cool when you connect with him. Huh? Connecting with people won't give you that coolness. Connecting with, with people won't give you that assurance like God can. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Who needs a word this morning? I really want everyone to deepen that relationship with God. Uh, uh, and don't make a bunch of excuses. You could pray out under the tree, but it don't always have to be out under the tree. Yes. Uh, sometimes somebody say, well, well I, I feel God when I go out on the farm. God ain't on the farm, you know. That, that, that is when you shut that door of the farm. See, when you get in your room, it ain't on earth no more, you know. So don't say it's in your back bedroom. Don't say it's down here at the church or down here at the farm or out by the tree. When you go in your room and shut that door, it ain't on earth no more. It's not on earth no more. You say, well, I pray best when I ride in the car. You better keep your eyes open. <laughs> but when you shut that door, you ain't in the car no more, so I don't know who's driving with your body. You follow? <clears throat> no, when you shut that door, when you go in there with God, you ain't on earth no more. You're somewhere else. Hallelujah. All right. Lord, who do you want to speak to this morning? Who needs a word? Just want to make sure everybody's awake. Somebody is making plans for the fourth. Somebody's making plans for the fourth. That's you. What plans are you making? Uh huh. Of January. All right. Anybody else making plans for the fourth? You making plans for the fourth? I plan to take that day when I'm on vacation days. All right. One of my vacation days. Too. One of your vacation and one of your vacation days. Yes, Papa. You too. 
Yes, prophets. Everybody can't take a vacation on the fourth, you know. <laughs> See, I caught you. All right, you four, just stand there till I find out which one I need to talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna leave me home on the fourth. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, during Christmas vacation, uh, we're not having classes, but we will have service and the prayer rooms will be open. Yes, uh, every day, but um, every day, but uh, Monday and. Boxing Day, which is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And of course, New Year's and Christmas Day. Here's the fourth, too. What's your plan? Can't hear you. The 4th of July. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right, y'all laugh at him if you want to, but bring him up here. Because I heard the 4th of July, but I thought it was my wife planning a vacation. So I... <laughs> Seriously, I heard the 4th of July. I thought, that Jenny's planning a vacation. But it was a bit to him. That's your birthday. All right, you just stay right there. Mm. The fourth and the fourth, and, and you're the fourth. But one of you needs to cancel that. One of you are, one of you are planning without praying. There's there's um, some kind of anniversary. One of you is. Planning without praying. There's some sort of, there's an anniversary that there's something that's going to be going on that's going to be a conflict with you. Mm. Prophet, mm. Um, on January, right? Mm-hmm. That's my mommy and daddy anniversary on the second. And I was planning to go from Sunday to the fourth, but sometimes they have food and stuff to cook and thing and I will be there now. So you wouldn't be there for their anniversary? Anniversary. All right, you come forward. You're the one I'm looking for. Because the Lord is saying you do not need to miss that. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 
The Lord has a surprise for you. That's going to come in somewhere around the 4th. And the last thing you need is to be away on that day. Amen. See, when you love the Lord and he speaks, then you're happy with it. Yeah, you're happy with it. Now, you love animals and you would like to go to a zoo. Yes. And the Lord could do that. But I have a concern. I have a concern because you like animals a little too much. He likes all kinds of animals. And I never really said this to him. I'm saying it to him now. <clears throat> it's wonderful to like animals. And some people have pets, you know, just like children and it's wonderful to like animals, but sometimes it's a cop-out. It's, it's, it's a pulling away from connecting with people. Yes. You must always like people more than animals. Yes. It's okay to be a vet. It's okay to like animals, but you must always love people more. You know. Some of it, I've, I've seen people, they got more intimacy with their pet than they do with any person. Hmm? Yes. They kiss their pet more than they kiss anybody else. At some point, I think we're going to be held accountable for that. But not so much the, the, uh, the condemnation that God's going to condemn us because he come to save us. But sometimes... Those are the things that just keep us from being, or as the concert said about having fellowship, we, we don't connect with people. Don't ever let things or animals or anything keep you from connecting with people. You connect with God, and he'll show you how to connect with people. Right? And he'll show you how to love people. So that's my blessing on you. Yes? That uh, before the 4th of July comes, you're going to be a new person. Mm. Your voice is going to change. You're going to speak a whole lot more. You know, sometimes we don't know what keeps a child within themselves and keeps them from being outgoing. Some children talk to anybody. And some just pull back. And we say, well, they're just quiet. That's not always the truth, you know. Sometimes it's, it's intimidation or it's something... Right? So I want to cancel that in your life. I'm not going to take away your animals, but I want to cancel that in your life so that you love people. Yes, and so that you can speak and not be afraid of man. And when you connect with God, you don't have to be afraid of man. Amen? Amen. Yes? So I'll pray for your zoo trip. Yes? Yes. All right. 
Because mm -hmm. you, you, you have said, you have said, let me tell you what you've said. You have said uh, that you would like to go to America like Glenn and them goes and go to a zoo. Is that yes. true? Yes. So you met with God, right? That's true, right? Mm. All right. So, you know, just, just like... Uh, um, just like they do, you would like to do that. Those things are possible, you know. Yes, we're not going to cancel that out. Those things are most possible, right? So don't be jealous of that. Just say, Lord, I would like to do that. But in the meantime, the Lord is going to bring you out so you can connect with people. Amen. Amen. That'd be all right? Yes. All right. Awesome. I see in this, I started seeing this ring, this ring you put on a finger, ring, 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 it's a big ring. It's for a woman. I keep seeing this ring. It's going, going on a finger. Mama come first. Huh? Who's that? You stand up. Who? Who? Where's she at? So, do you have your wedding ring? Yes, I do. You still have it. Mm -hmm. The Lord says you still have it. Yes, I do. <laughs> so you wouldn't still have your wedding ring if you didn't want your wedding ring. I was trying to give it to you, remember? And you was thinking, you've been thinking about... You might put it back on. <laughs> I was trying to give it to Christy. Trying to give it to her. I, I, I did and she gave it back. You did what? I gave it to Chris, but she gave it back to me. She gave it back to you. Why don't you give it back? I want my own ring. <laughs> uh, I thought just for a minute it might be a noble purpose, but <laughs> the Lord moves in irnoble purposes. You did not give it back for the right reason, 
But you did give it back. The Lord would have you give it back. Now I don't. I don't know about you. Yes. But if if I was married and I got divorced, there's no way I'm gonna keep the ring. Oh no, I gonna get rid of that thing. I gonna sell it, melt it, huh? Throw it in the pitch lake so it can never come back. I gonna do something with it. Why have you kept this ring all this time? Uh, I, I, I am not. I am not going to impose on you the word of the Lord. I think we know what I am saying. You have met with God. I did not know you had that ring. I, in fact, I would have thought you had gotten rid of it. But the Lord said you still have that ring. <laughs> but you have thought, but you have thought. I wonder if I should put this on or if I will put this back on again. Yay, nay. I, I, yes, yes, huh? perfect, yes. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm a nice prophet. I don't force nobody. I just speak what I hear. Yes, what you do with it. Who you give it to after I give it to you. Consider it. That's all I ask. Yes, you may be seated. Mm hmm. La tabayese. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So she was given a ring. I was given a ring and it's very big. It can't fit none of my fingers. It's a big ring, right? If it's big, it fits all your fingers. <laughs> Huh? It's a big ring. It's a big ring, so it's too big. Yeah. Well, they can fix that, you know. You come up here. In case somebody don't know, this one and that one is headed towards marriage. Yeah. This one at 92 miles per hour, and this one at eight miles per hour. And she has been faithful to this house ever since she was 16 years old. And that was, huh? How many years ago? It was a lot of years ago. 
19 years ago. Sometimes you wonder why somebody else gets married before her. But the reason I'm saying this, listen, God has a day in mind to bless you. Mm -hmm. Yes, let's see this ring. <laughs> it thinks he's 12 years old. You wait for something all your life and then you don't know how to handle it, huh? Mm -hmm. Let's see if I can find somebody while we're waiting. All right, who needs a word? Are you thinking about doing a, a new business next year? Come. The Lord said you had a plan of doing a new business next year, but there's, there's, uh, it's kind of something you want to give up, but you want to do a new business. You, you don't like the way things are going, and you've been... Uh, the Lord says you've been almost like you've been crying out to him for a new business. I didn't tell him anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, prophet. That's true. Yes, prophet. What kind of new business? That is car detailing. A car detailing? Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, life is busy. What are you going to give up to go into that business? Um, well, the maxi, taxi. You think about giving that up? Yeah. You would like to? Yeah. Uh, you find it's tiresome and not really getting you anywhere? At the moment. At the moment. At the moment. Yeah. So you're giving it up for the moment? <laughs> not really. Um, I believe when I get into that, I would end up staying in it because I like that. The, the, the detailing business? Yes. All right. Yes. All right. I, th I think I would agree with that. I, um, <clears throat> and I think it might broaden into something else. You know, sometimes with business, you, you have to connect with God, find out the business you want to do, and stick with it. Amen. You don't look to see how much money it's making or if it's going to make enough money. You don't worry about that in the beginning because if God says it will work, it will work. Yes, it might be a little journey, but if God says it will work, if God's got you, he's got you. Right? So you don't have to be doing a whole lot of other things once God has approved something. Yes? Boy, that is a big ring. He get this from his grandma where it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
please. <laughs> but they can fix that. That's not the problem. You're scared to put it on. That's the problem, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The Lord is going to come and talk to you. It's, it's, it's not... Is it fitting? Uh, well, it can always be sad. Um, the Lord is going to come and visit you because you still have some questions, right? And it's not so much questions about Ishmael, it's questions about God. Yes. Because you don't want to do anything to displease God. Right? And uh, even though I have given approval on this subject, sometimes we need to hear from God. Yes. So God is going to come and visit with you. Yes. What's, what's happening in four days? What is four days? Days what? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Four days. Four days. But the Lord is the Lord is going to visit with you. Before that, uh, He's going to visit with you. He says He's going to visit with you on Wednesday. Hmm? Wednesday night He's going to visit with you. Yeah. But there's something planned for Thursday. What's planned for Thursday? Hmm. I heard four days but I heard the Lord he's going to speak to you on Wednesday evening Wednesday night or something about four days were you planning nothing you planning nothing this week for Thursday. See if it's tighter. I don't know if the ring got smaller or her finger got fatter. Huh? Feeling it tight? Feeling tighter. Watch me.
Mm. Let me just say you got a surprise coming Thursday. Amen. All right. Don't be afraid of the business, right? That's right. Is that your flower? Yes, it is. That's your flower? Yes. Oh. <laughs> the Lord says, don't neglect your flower. <laughs> Mm. Mm. You know, sometimes, sometimes we don't know what somebody means to us until we lose somebody. Don't neglect your flower. Yes. Mm. You take care of your flower, yes, she'll be praying right behind you. Yes, Amen. Amen. All right, be blessed. Mm. One more, one more, one more. Somebody in the back says, me, but me got to connect with God, connect with God. I can't see what God don't show me. Election day coming up. Ain't no election day coming up, is it? What does that mean? That mean anything to anybody? Election day. Mm. Election day. Does that mean anything to anybody? Election day. Does that mean anything to you? Election day. Yes, you. Momentarily, no, but... No, I just always used to be caught up with normal election time at that time, but no. Say that again? I used to be always caught up with elections and stuff. Come. So do you want to be caught up at election day? Mm. Caught up as in serving or just caught up? Well, normally it's a time that you look to, you're supposed to make money off of it when it comes around. You're supposed to make money off of yeah. it? Yeah, well, off of whatever, whatever job you do. You know, I always say when election comes around, there's always money involved. 
money involved. Explain to me. Well, if you have to, whether it be music supply, whether, it's a, whether you walk, whether you do whatever in the um, constituency office, whether you, um, whatever party you support, they pay you. So I always uh -huh. used to be around that. Okay. So you're usually around that. Usually. Do you want to be around that or you just want to make some money? I don't think I want to. Well, what's money involved? I always say in recent time that, you know, you can't. You can't. Um... <laughs> Hello. Ah! Don't be intimidated. We all like money here. <laughs> well, well, I said over and over, probably that. Um, I don't want no promise me. I die, when I die, I'll see the promised land. I don't want nobody promise me nothing, give me what I deserve. No, don't wait till I get into office. I'm not going to take that uh -huh. nonsense. That's, what I, that's, no. that's why you should put Jesus in office. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But usually you like election time because that's, that's where you think the door is going to open it. But God says that's not your door. Not, you know, sometimes there's a lot of promises. I'm not talking just about politicians or election days. But sometimes we put a lot of faith in something. But God is the one that prospers you. In fact, when you become a child of God, more than any other time, you can't give things that uh, standing in your life. You must trust Him. God can move on you in ways. He can open doors long before election days comes. And God's promises are always yes and amen. Yes. So elect him now. Just elect him now. Yes. Because election, first of all, it really shouldn't be about making money. No way. It should be about what is best for the country. Yes. Even if there is something that we do that sometimes financially supports us, that should never be the motive within election. Um, see, the Lord wants to bless you, but you've got to trust Him. Because hmm? the Lord says you're holding on to some promises now. People have promised you things, and they ain't fulfilled those things even now. True. That's true? Yeah. All right. So you've met with God. He says, you're holding on to things and you're hoping they'll come through. And so you almost said, you know, I wonder if election day is coming up. You've added that to it. But see, the whole thing is, is trusting God. Yeah. Do you know that God wants you to be blessed? You know, sometimes we're, we're, sometimes we're afraid to ask God for prosperity because we think the Lord is going to say we're greedy. And at some point, we probably are. At some point, we probably all put something a little too high, right? But at the end of the day, you know, I, I like churches that condemn prosperity churches. The churches that condemn prosperity churches, they're always sitting in church and secretly in their heart, they want to make a lot of money. <laughs> they just don't let that thought out at church. Because that, that would be unholy. But they let it out everywhere else. Uh, and the prosperity people, they let it out in church. You know. So at least they've been honest about what, what, uh, you know, what intrigues them in life. It's obviously God is more important. But listen, 
God will take you on that journey. You trust Him. Hmm? Now, what kind of business do you do? Well, you do all kinds of businesses. You do any kind of business. If you could make money walking dogs, you would walk dogs. Is, is that true? Is that true? Well, I got a lot of talents, you know. I, I... <laughs> got what? <laughs> Huh? Uh-huh. So, so what's your talent? You, uh. Puppet, I just have the mindset that that once it comes to me and we can benefit out of it, I, I can All right, all right. That's what I said. God said you'd do anything. It, it, it just, I, 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 I'm the woman for you. I can do this, you know. Yes? Listen, don't be shy with me now. God loves you. He knows you. You've met with him today, right? <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's this pros and cons. It's good that you're willing to do anything. We must be humble. And Lord, you know, this may not be what I want to do the rest of my life, but everywhere I need to start, I will start. Right? It's good to be that. But it's bad if we spend our entire life just doing anything. That makes us almost a prostitute. So one gives us pride, the other one's a prostitute. It's about connecting with him. And it's about finding what you love to do. God will always bring the money. It's finding what you really love to do. And not just being a master of all trades and of anything. It's about finding, because you'll get lost. You do anything, you, 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 you'll get lost. Who am I? What do I like to do? Yes. Listen. From now to the first of the year, God is going to start to move on you in such a way that you trust him more than you've ever trusted him in your life. Uh, and you're going to start to have one vision and not many visions. Because uh, you, you're like a child at Christmas. You've you got all these visions. God says you've got all these visions of what you're going to do and what you could do. I could do this. I could do that. You're just seeing these visions in your head. you always got these these, these plans in your head. Is that true? True. That's true. I mean, it's like, and I'm, 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 this is not negative. I'm just saying this is who you are. You always got the, you know, some people just got a blank screen up there, you know, like they ain't got their, no electricity in their house. They ain't got no TV. They don't see nothing. You, you, you have, you, you see all these visions. And the Lord says he's going to take all them away and give you one. Amen. And with it, much peace. Can you do that? Yes, I can. All right. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and, and the Lord says you would also, you would like to have a car and a ring for Christmas. Huh? Stand up a minute. Have those been on your list? Yes, I wanted a new car, another car for my husband. Say that again? For my husband. You want a new car for your husband? Yeah, I All right, I, I, didn't, I didn't know what you were going to do with it, but they said you want a new car. All right. What about the ring? Well, the ring comes in. Um, I always wanted to, a new set of bonds, wedding bonds. All right. And I always wanted to add this size ring on to put on my finger that 
Yeah. You want this size ring? I had a ring in mine. I envision a ring. And we had that. Oh, you, there's another one in visions. All right. Huh? I need the Lord to zap you and bring you in here so you, so you, uh, let you see some visions, you know. With the, you know, you're going to start to see some visions that help people. What do you do in the prayer room? You're seeing all these visions. You know? All right. Listen. See. I don't know these things. You've met with God. He knows your heart. He knows the things you want. What he wants you to have and what I want to give you. And I'm not saying you don't believe in God. I'm not saying you don't trust in God. But I want to give you more trust. That you believe that he loves you. Yes. Because see there's, there's accusations against you. That. That you shouldn't have these things. You know, that, that, that you just, there's accusations against you that, that you want material things too much. You want those things more than God. And the way you silence all those voices is to meet with God. Because if the Lord says that's what you want, He knows in your heart the things that you would like. Right? And He's going he's to work on those things. Right? These things are all possible. I don't know if we can do it by the 25th. We'll see. But all these things are possible. But that's not, that's not the big thing you're to hear right now. The thing that you hear is God loves you. Yes, love God more than all these things. Right? But it's okay to ask the Lord. Amen? That's, that's not the rock of your salvation. He's the rock of your salvation. He's the jewel that you really want. Yes? yes, and he's the chariot you really want to ride in. Yay. But it's okay to ask him for those things, yeah. right? Because <clears throat> I, I see the things there, and that's the reason you have a lot of these visions, because sometimes you feel like the world is against you, and many times when you think the world is against you, it's almost like you think God doesn't want you to have things, right? Connect with him. And you'll see how good he is. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory. What an awesome morning. Um, connect with God. Don't give me that old time religion. Don't give me that new time religion. Take some time and connect with him. Yes. Don't have to be for a whole hour. Yes. Now the first scripture says they love to be seen standing. Sometimes five minutes down on your knees to do wonder. I'm not telling you always pray on your knees, but sometimes when you get on your knees, there's just something, I don't know. It's like that flesh just humbles itself or something. You know, it don't have to be for a long period of time. If you can't connect with God, just try your knees and try being real. Yes, don't try talking like me or anybody else. Just, just talk with God, right? Now, I'm not saying always get down on your knees, right? But I'm just saying sometimes that works, you know. It just, it just humbles yourself. Sometimes you need to take your hat off and, and, and just get on your knees and talk to God for a few minutes, right? Hmm? You can get back up. Yes, you can get back up, right? Who got bad knees? Somebody got bad knees. Who got bad knees? That's you. That's you. Come here, quickly. Huh? 
Your knees too? All right, stand up. Come, 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 come. The blue knees. All right. Your knees, both knees? Mostly the left. Which knee you? Huh? Yours is both. All right. Mm-hmm. What? You're both knees. <laughs> You're too young for that. <clears throat> All right, you can come. Mm-hmm. Now, I have no choice over who God chooses. Yes? But he loves all of us. And whatever word has been spoken up here, you can receive that word. Just receive whatever that word is. If, it, if it's about the, the multiple visions, if it's about business, whatever it is, just receive. Yes? If it makes your heart tingle, hold on to it and say, Lord, I receive it. If it touches you. Amen. Mm-hmm. 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 Which knee? Both knees. Mm-hmm. You sure you're not just fighting marriage? A good couple of years. Yeah, that is beautiful. Uh-huh. I think I probably do something bad in Jimin that started it. See, it's amazing. We can always see visions of what caused it, but we can't never see the vision of what's healing it. Uh, all right. All the knees right now. Watch my hand. 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 What happened to your knees? It just started happening for how long? I can't remember how long, but... Guess. Month, a year, longer. Some months well, some months well. Some months. Yeah, some months well. Mm-hmm. 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 And you love your husband? You must love him. You're going to give him a car. You yes. want him to have a car? You love your husband? Yes, I love my husband. Yeah. Uh-huh. You forgive him. <laughs> huh? Wait a minute, you want him to have a car, but you don't want to forgive him? (laughs) This car got any brakes on it? (laughs) What? Hello. I can't can't go nowhere. I can only speak what God tells me. Uh, Because he says these knees got to do with, with you forgiving your husband. So you you want to stay upset with your husband or you want to be able to walk good? I want to walk good. <laughs> you want both? I want, I want to walk good. I want to walk good. Alright, so you, you willing to forgive your husband? Boy, I can't understand you. You want to give him a, a car? Because he takes me anywhere I want to go. Oh, he's your chauffeur. Okay. <laughs> Now it's starting to make sense. Uh, uh. Listen, it's too expensive not to forgive. Unforgiveness costs you. The Lord says if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. That doesn't mean that God holds a grudge against you. What it means is the things that you have done wrong, 
you know, the Lord is not going to take them things away and clear your conscience if you're not willing to let somebody else go free. Let him go free. Let him go free. Huh? Let him go free. You, you know, unforgiveness keeps him from making money too, you know. And unforgiveness can block your money-making business as well. It's already got your, got your knees there. Can you forgive? Are you willing? Are you willing? You're willing. That's all I need, if you're willing. Because I know sometimes we can't do it. You know, sometimes we say, and this is for anybody, sometimes you want to forgive somebody, but you just can't do it. All I need is a willing. Are you willing? Yes, because nobody can never 100% forgive somebody without God. Amen. So if anybody in here needs to forgive, right now, right? All I need is a willing. You're willing to forgive. Is that anybody? Anybody? Let me see your hand. You're struggling to forgive somebody, but you're willing. You would like to, but you can't do it. You need God's strength to forgive. All right. Oh, hallelujah. That's half the church. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is big enough. You're willing. Raise your hand up. You're willing. Let me see this hand up here. Look at me. Look at me. Don't lie to me. Are you willing? <laughs> all right. That's all I need. <clears throat> You need to forgive anybody? All right. All right. You need to forgive anybody? If I do, I forgive them all, prophet. All right. All right. Bend over, check your knees. All right. Receive. Huh? Your pain's gone. Glory to God. Oh, <laughs> hello, Ben. No, I don't. You said you were willing. That's all I need. If you're willing, I can take it away from you. You may try to pick it up back next week, but I can take it away from you right now. Right? And the Lord said that's what's causing that. Right? Check it. Check it. And I want to say something else to you. Look, the Lord brought you up front. And the Lord told me to bring people up front. And I know that might be a little... <clears throat> yes, you know, get all your business kind of exposed. But believe me, there's nothing embarrassing up here. We're not talking about anything. You know, there's not a wife or a husband that hasn't had a little friction. Business, listen, look at it this way. God loves you so much that he gave you a whole lot of attention this morning. So don't you dare see it any other way than God's love, right? Forget them. It's you and me, right? If you forget them, it's you and me. God loves you. He's given you all this attention because he wants to see you change your life. Anybody else can receive their change too? Now check. <clears throat> Come on, Ben, Ben. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Look at me. Yes, you can. Try it again. Look at me. Look at me. Don't look at your knee. Look at me. 
Bien. Huh? Do it again. Look at me. Don't look at your knee. Look. Huh? No. Now you can't be holding some other man's hand. You haven't been done Is it good? Huh? Is it good? See, do it again. 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 It's not hurting. It's not hurting. Not the way it was. Still got a little bit? Do it again. Look at me. I'm saying it's going. I am stubborn. My God is stubborn. Do it again. It's gone. See, some of it you ain't used to doing that a lot, you know. Is it gone? Come, 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 come here. Hey, don't be sitting back there asking for a word. Yes, and, I was. I yes, I know you was. And then I give you a word and I'm like, yes. Uh, come on, this. Tabasaba que se que se que. Come to church, say, Lord, give me a word, and then I give you a word. One more time. One more time. It's gone. Is it gone? You tell me the truth. You tell me the truth. All right. Glory. See, you can't believe it. I told you the Lord was with you. May that be an example for all of us. The things that you're asking God for. God is more stubborn about it than you are. You just need to believe in him. Amen. Amen. So have a very blessed week this week. Amen.